this is the Joyful Mama Show. We want to help you take actionable steps toward dreams that have more impact, family life that has more peace, and motherhood that has more joy. We think that it's time for moms to rise up in entrepreneurship and change the world. But let's face it, it's hard to sort through all of the ways we get stuck in our own heads and all of the things we feel like we're supposed to be doing. How can we change the world when we're overwhelmed with trying not to feel overwhelmed about homeschooling or power struggles with our kids or taking care of our own hearts, our bodies, and our minds? We want to give you the tools to find rest, joy, and healing while also taking your business and your dreams to the next level. You know you were made for more than hustle. You can feel that you were made for more than the lies that hold you back. And we believe that you were made for amazing things that impact the kingdom of God and the people that God has given you to impact for Him. You were made to be a joyful mama, to have a heart that is thriving, not striving. And we want to help you step into the fullness of all you were created to become. Hey, everybody. We are halfway through the week. Today, we are talking about (laughs) when you're homeschooling. I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with any of these things, but tempers, attitudes. What do you do when your kids are not listening? What do you do when your kids don't want to do what you've asked them to do? How do you respond when they question everything or they poke at everything and they're just not super compliant? I know a lot of moms avoid homeschooling for this very reason because they don't even want to deal with this part of it. This is a a really huge thing to discuss and overcome because if this part is off, you, you can't really have joy in your homeschooling journey. If you're staying in the place of like the battle and battle of the wills, who's in control, you're not listening, all this stuff. So one of my favorite things that I learned from Sarah very early on in our friendship was exactly about that. I'm going to let her lead this conversation because she is so brilliant. She's brilliant in a lot of areas, but especially when it comes to this. And I'll share real quick where I was and what I had been taught and then how Sarah totally helped me expand my thinking and mindset around authority and around freedom in our home and really shifting the culture of our home. When I was in college, I came under the leadership of our campus ministries pastor and his wife. And they kind of just took me under their wing and I was at their home a lot. I would help watch their kids. And so that was my first experience really seeing what discipleship in the home could look like. They would pray together and worship together. And she homeschooled and the dynamics of their family were just like so different than what I had experienced growing up. And the folk, like Jesus was the center of everything. And the kids adored their mom. They were all super obedient Um, and respectful for the most part, they were all boys. So, you know, there's always, but I remember that she had this mantra that she used with her kids and it was called the three W's. And I don't know where she got this. It might've been a book, but the three W's are you do what I say when I say it with a happy heart. And I, I kid you not, I carried that into like the first several years of my parenting and prided myself on the fact that I had trained by force (laughs) my kids to do what I said when I said it with a happy heart and the Lord can use everything. So if you're in that place where you're like, well, I've been kind of driving the hammer hard and that's where we're at and it's working. We just want to invite you into like a new 
way of thinking today is Sarah talks because I thought that that was working for me too. And later unpacked that there was just some stuff under the surface that needed to be healed and needed to be restored relationally because it was all about my bottom line and what was convenient for me and my goals. And that's why you do what I say when I say it with a happy heart, because that was pleasant for me as the mom, but didn't really teach them anything about leadership. And so Sarah um, introduced me to the idea of sharing authority unto the end goal of raising leaders. And so can you share just whatever you want to share about that and how you handle some of the behavior things while also giving your kids freedom and not trying to like control them because this is one of my favorite things I've ever learned from you. It's so good. So I want to talk about this specifically in the context of homeschooling because parenting comes up so much in homeschooling. I mean, when you're trying to get your kid to do their math or do their reading or do whatever you're asking them to do, put their clothes away, clean their room, you know, family life isn't separated that much in a homeschool day. So even, you know, everything runs into everything and we want to live integrated like that. That's part of the goal. So yeah. um, Yeah. Having this perspective of, I am trying to raise a child that can steward the freedom that God has given them. Like he's given us, he died for freedom's sake. He literally gave us free will. Like we have free will as people. And so I'm trying to teach a kid Okay, not only do we have free will, but now as believers and Christians, we have freedom in Christ. And so there's so much freedom that he's given us rather than the typical Christian, what everyone hates, religion is rules, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and I have to teach my kids how to steward that freedom well, or else they will run into natural consequences that will be painful and hurtful for them. So instead of trying to teach them how to live by rules, I'm trying to teach them how to steward freedom. So it's like a slight perspective shift that changes the way you view your responsibility with your kids and their responsibility to you. And, you know, of course we want to train up kids that are obedient to the Lord. Like that is such a high goal of the kingdom. I value obedience so highly in my own life. I want to be obedient to the Lord. I know that when I'm obedient, it will in the long run be good for me to be obedient to the Lord. I know that I've seen that. So I want to raise kids that, that view that that way too, but it's almost like there's the front door to obedience and there's the back door. Mm -hmm. And often the kingdom way is the back door. Like it looks like, Oh, well to get my kid to be obedient, I should demand obedience, put this standard on them of you must obey me right away exactly when I say it, that's the front door to obedience. And the problem with the front door is you get pushed through it, but with the back door, it's like the way of love and it takes longer to get there. But when you can train a kid to honor and love you and care about your heart and walk in the authority God's given them and to steward freedom, like that takes a lot longer, but it also leads to that place of obedience. And so with both things, they have the good goal of obedience, but the way you go about it determines if you raise kids that are used to being controlled, or if you raise kids that can steward freedom and lead lead in the kingdom and have impact in the kingdom without needing someone over them, telling them what to do. So good. It gets me excited every time you talk about it. It's so good. Okay. Keep going. 
Yeah. So the back door, getting them to that place of obedience with the Lord, because ultimately like that's really what the goal is. The goal isn't really that they obey you. You're more the the training ground for Mm -hmm. them to live a life of obedience to the Lord. And so when we demand obedience right away, we're not actually training them. We're just pushing them through the door. (laughs) So one of the main ways we train them and we share our authority with them is we give them the ability to make choices just like the Lord does with us. And what that looks like is, you know, in a homeschool day, like just before we started this video, I had to go out because my daughter was fighting with my son. (laughs) And right now he is helping her with her independent part of her homeschool (laughs) while I'm on this video. And, you know, she was getting real mad at him. And I had to give her a choice in the moment because I could not control, like I, I, if I said, do this right now because I asked you to, because I said it, do you know what she would do? She would either start crying. She would argue back. She would start throwing a fit. Like, I mean, the natural response for someone telling you do this right now, because I said it is rebellion. Yes. When someone says, and there's no option for you to disagree with them, there's no option for you to question or anything like that. The natural human response is rebellion. So it's almost like when we push our kids through the door of obedience, we're actually either inciting rebellion in them and giving them cause to rebel, or we're producing really meek kids that don't know how to use their voice and that just do what they're told to do. And later on in life, it becomes really hard for them to to find their voice. So when I'm giving my kids a choice, here's how it works. It's like, I need you to do this thing but I'm going to let you decide how it gets done. And so I told her just now, okay, I need you to do your math, but you can decide to do it right now, or you can decide to wait. Or I was like, you can do this part and not do the part that you're (laughs) arguing with your brother about, because I don't really care how it gets done. Mm -hmm. What is important to me is that you learn math. And so you know, we've talked about this before a little bit. It's like letting our kids determine the how and us determining the what. And and that's up for, for grabs sometimes too. Like, obviously, like, okay, I do want you to do math every day. I do want you to do this these things every day. But constantly evaluating like with other things, like, is this really important for you to do? Am I just trying to get my stuff done because it makes me feel good? And when I shove my kids through the door of obedience, it does make me feel really good. It makes me go, <laughs> good job, Sarah. You're such a good parent. Look how good your kids just obeyed you. You put them in their place. Like you won that little battle. Like that's kind of what we were raised with. Like these mentalities, like kids are, are, are not, what is it? These kids are seen, but not heard. This is like the culture of old. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the Lord is bringing um, us into higher ways of doing life and even the world, the whole world is evolving and the church is evolving, kind of our understanding of what it means to be sons and daughters in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And here's the difference. When we understand that being sons and daughters is partnering with the Lord, instead of just waiting on God to do everything for us, we change our perspective in the yeah. old way. We kind of didn't have personal responsibility. Like we just expected God to shove us through the door of obedience. And if we didn't go, we would get in trouble. But now there's like this level of personal responsibility and ownership over our partnership with God, because we're, we're coming into a new level, understanding our, our sonship and our daughtership. And so as we're raising kids that are starting to understand their level, you know, 
piece by piece, year by year, understanding what sonship and daughtership looks like in the kingdom. We have to be people that are willing to share the authority that God's given us with them and helping them step into that and steward freedom. So I could talk a lot more about this. This is a long conversation, but do you want to say anything before we end? No, I, this is, it's my favorite thing to hear you talk about it. Do you want to give like a practical example? I know you kind of just did with what you were just doing. Like you can do your math this way, or you can do it now, or you can do it later. How do you handle it? You know, for a mom who hasn't really shared authority or helped steward a kid growing into freedom and, and stewarding it well, if you decide to start making that transition to, okay, I'm going to share some of my authority with you and I'm going to allow you to have a voice. I'm going to allow you to question. I'm going to allow you to, you know, kind of give me some pushback and it's not always going to lead to an immediate consequence. How, how do you respond when at the beginning, it can be a little rocky. And so if they've been under control and then you start to let up, then they're going to sometimes <laughs> not know what to do with freedom because they've never had it. So they kind of push, push it a little bit. Can you just give like a practical, how do you step into this and expectations for how it might go? If this is a new thing for you? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can step into it like all at once and, you know, let the, let the bulls out of the pen (laughs) to the the yard, or you can step into this little by little. Um, and it just looks like giving your kids choices for things like things that you, that don't matter. Does it really matter if we eat lunch first before we play or we play before we eat lunch, like looking for ways that don't, that aren't high stakes in your day, like that don't, Mm -hmm affect you like emotionally a ton is what I would start with. Like, do you want hot dogs or chicken nuggets? Like anywhere you can find a little way that you can offer your child a choice on a decision you would normally make for them. That's where Mm -hmm. I would start because, you know, it gets too overwhelming to think about like, well, what about the consequences of them? Like being able to push back on me and like, like don't even go there yet because this is, first of all, this is the long game. So we're playing this we're playing the long game. So even Mm -hmm. if it looks a little, it feels chaotic in your mind and you can't quite wrap your brain around what this would look like to share authority with my kids. Just remember you're playing the long game. You can start small with just little choices, but try to give them as many choices as you can about as many things as you can, but only ever give them two choices at the beginning. They can't handle more than two. (laughs) And just start with, you know, do you want to do math first or or English? Like, do you want to read first or do you want to do this other thing, like let them be in charge and take ownership of parts of their lives that are not high stakes for you. It's so good. And you can maintain your joy in the midst of the pushback with practice. At first you might be frustrated. Even just yesterday, I was giving Charlotte two choices and she, she's four. She said, I don't like any of those choices. (laughs) I said, I'm sure you don't. I love you so much, but let's pick one of those choices. I don't like those choices. Well, if you had to pick one, which one do you think you like better than the other? Even though I know you don't like either one. So it's like you can find in the midst of like the struggle and a little bit of the, how do I step into this? It's always, you're always going to be continually stepping into it and learning and, you know, enjoy 
the, the process of them learning to steward freedom, because ultimately that's, you know, one of our really big goals is to have them grow into leaders and to steward freedom really well. That's the Lord's intent for us. So to be able to pass that on to our kids, even when they're still children is such a huge privilege to us as moms. If you're already kind of doing this, we'd love to hear it. If you're going to just, if this is going to be a new transition of sharing authority and, and freedom, we'd love to hear that too. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys soon. Bye. We're so glad you're here. We want to help you grow and connect with other moms, just like you. Moms who are homeschooling entrepreneurs and figuring out every day how to walk out both of those assignments without sacrificing one for the other. So join our Facebook community at our website. And if you want to get a glimpse into what heart-centered homeschooling can look like, go right now to thejoyfulmama.com and download our free homeschooling ebook. Seriously though, go right now before a kid wants a snack. That's thejoyfulmama.com.